on the field, inside the clubhouse, and everything in between. This is Brewers Weekly, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Matt Pauley. A good Thursday night. Welcome in. It is time for Brewers Weekly here on WTMJ. We have you for the next now 51 minutes, taking you till 9 o'clock, talking all things Brewers baseball. Some pretty big news breaking earlier today. The Brewers have a new general manager. Now, that sounds like it's a huge deal, and it's it's a big deal, but not a lot of that is actually changing inside of the organization. We'll explain that coming up in just a moment or so. If you want to get connected with us, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Here's what we've got coming up on the show. Uh, we're really going to devote this first half hour of the program to the news of the day that the Brewers have promoted Matt Arnold to general manager. And David Stearns has that portion of his title taken away. Not that it's a negative thing. It is not. He remains the president of uh, baseball operations. And uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. Also, I want to touch on some things going on around the National League Central, specifically Theo Epstein leaving the Chicago Cubs. What does that mean for the balance of power in the NL Central? And also... Epstein had some interesting things to say on his way out, and his next act could be a very interesting one when you really kind of dive in to who he is as a baseball person and what he wants to do inside of the game. So we'll touch on that coming up later on. But as we get things rolling here on a Thursday night, let's get to this week's edition of Going Deep. Whether the Brewers are winning or losing, a player is on a hot streak or slumping. There's always a reason why. Here's this week's in-depth look at the current state of the Brewers as we go deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and go! Yeah, there's certainly a reason why that the Brewers made the decision to promote Matt Arnold to general manager today. There are a lot of reasons why. And let's start with the most important and the most basic one. Matt Arnold is really good at what he does, and he's a really big part of the Brewers organization. And the team, the brain trust that is David Stearns, Matt Arnold, and I think Craig Council is a big part of it as well, obviously have had a ton of success in this organization. And we're going to talk about this later on. Really? if And again, this is not to take a shot at him getting the GM job, but as big of a deal as it seems that they have a new general manager, not a lot is actually going to be changing the way things happen in the organization. He has a new title. I don't think the responsibilities are changing all that much for anybody. But here's something that is really important about today's announcement. Arnold recently had interviewed for the Angels general manager position. He has had other interviews to potentially become a general manager for another organization. And that was the next step for him. By becoming the Brewers general manager, they have a little bit of control now in terms of where he can interview. Basically, the way it works is more often than not, 
if you've got an opportunity to elevate yourself professionally with another organization and that organization asks to interview you, you generally, the organization is going to allow you to do that. But if it is a lateral move, the organization has the opportunity to deny it. In fact, recently it was reported that the Mets reached out to the Brewers to talk to David Stearns about their president of baseball operations job. And according to a report, I think it was John Morosi who said it, uh, according to the report, the Brewers told the Mets, no, you can't talk to uh, to David Stearns. And I, I think that might be the second time that's happened. I also think they blocked an interview maybe with the Giants at one point in time. So you can block those sort of uh, overtures if you want to as an organization. And that's a... That's a pretty standard thing. That happens fairly often uh, in baseball and across uh, a lot of different sports when it comes to uh, individuals who are under contract. So Matt Arnold has, in the way baseball is working now, and we're going to get into this a lot coming up later on in the program, most teams are now running an organizational structure where you have a president of baseball operations and then you have a general manager where the general manager is actually kind of the second person in terms of the decision-making process that's going on. David Stearns is still the president of baseball operations. David Stearns is still going to have uh, the, the biggest voice in the room when it comes to baseball decisions. But an extra layer has been added where 10 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe even five years ago, the general manager was the person who was kind of the end-all and be-all when it came to baseball decisions. Now, for many organizations across baseball, it's the president of baseball operations, and the general manager is kind of in that uh, second spot. So, Matt Arnold, rightfully so, deservedly so, becomes the general manager, and he has been doing a fantastic job. It's it, People who are around that organization, I think, fully understand uh, his role within it and what he has been able to do. And now the Brewers' organizational structure, it is more in line with what other organizations tend to do in terms of that president of baseball operations and the general manager and that role. And it also helps keep Matt Arnold in Milwaukee potentially for a longer amount of time because now if there is a general manager position in baseball, and that team wants to talk to Arnold, the Brewers can potentially block that interview. So that is uh, that is something – I think everybody's a winner in this. That would be my take, that everybody is a winner in keeping Matt Arnold as part of the organization. Arnold and Stern spoke with the media on a Zoom call earlier today. We're going to play some of the comments uh, that, they, that they made. Interesting stuff as the Brewers do make a little bit of an organizational change. If you want to join us and give us your thoughts on it, you can absolutely do so. 855-616-1620. That's 855-616. 6620. That is the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also uh, tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. This is Brewers Weekly. Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. The Brewers announcing today that they are promoting Assistant General Manager Matt Arnold to General Manager. David Stearns remains the President of Baseball Operations. The General Manager title moves from Stearns to Arnold, but really not a lot is changing. Arnold has a a new title, a well-deserved title, probably more than anything else. 
the title better fits what he has actually been doing recently, and uh, that's a that's that's a nice thing for him. He has worked very hard, and the Brewers have had a lot of success with Stearns and Arnold running the baseball operation. And now Arnold gets to uh, be a general manager in Major League Baseball, and that is a that is a very very special thing. Uh, David Stearns and Matt Arnold spoke with the media just a little while ago, and I mentioned this earlier how big of a part of this organization that Matt Arnold has been. Uh, David Stearns tried to explain just that. He's been involved in every single aspect of our baseball operations group. Um, He's been involved in every uh, significant decision we've made um, over the past five years. Um, And and put simply, um, he makes us a better organization um, and he helps us win games. And and to uh, to be able to to recognize Matt um, in, in this well-deserved compa- capacity, um, and able to to ensure that our, our baseball operations leadership group um, stays together uh, is a good day for the organization, and, and I'm really pleased um, that we're able to do this. He went on to say, and, and we alluded to this earlier. Even though Arnold now has the GM title, really the way things have been working in the front office, they'll continue to work in that manner. We've operated in, in a partnership mentality for for uh, some time now, so um, I, I don't really see much from a day to day perspective um, changing. Um, I, I think we're we're going to move forward um, uh, much the way we have, which is really working together on on everything we do. Um, and that's been one of the, the really rewarding aspects, I think, for, for both of us and, and hopefully our entire um, baseball operations organization um, over the past five years is um, we try to create a, a, a collab- as collaborative an environment as we can. Um, and for the most part, I think we've, um, we've been able to do it. Um, and certainly it's going to be our goal to, to keep that going forward. There's actually some luck here. Uh, with the Brewers, because Matt Arnold could have very easily left the organization at any point here over the last couple of years. He has interviewed for some general manager positions across Major League Baseball. It was absolutely inevitable that he was going to get a GM job with another organization at some point in time. So now he gets to be uh, the general manager with the Brewers. He was asked about the disappointment of not getting an opportunity as a GM with another organization but clearly uh, he was more focused on what this means for him moving forward with the Brewers. It's certainly flattering to be considered uh, for some of these incredible opportunities, but honestly, that's, that's not my focus today. Um, it's, it's, it's our focus here to, to partner and, and continue our partnership here for, for hopefully many years to come. And uh, I'm really proud of our, our staff. Um, I, I'm proud of what we've been able to accomplish here um, you know, the fact that we've made the playoffs three consecutive years is, is something I'm really proud of. And so I think that that's uh, that's a credit to everyone that works here. And so, um, you know, certainly focused on on the Brewers today and, and excited about the next chapter here in Milwaukee. I think one of the underrated aspects of the the Brewers organization is how well everybody works together. I've said this before. I think I mentioned this during one of our crosstalks with Scott Warris uh, over the last few weeks, how you would never think that Craig Council as the manager was actually hired by somebody not being David Stearns, the way they are able to work together so well. And the working relationship uh, between Stearns and Arnold and Council 
it has really put together a baseball product that's been very solid during the David Stern's tenure and era of Milwaukee Brewers baseball, where they continue to be a very competitive team. And I know that this past year they were a sub-500 team. I think it was a disappointing season. Disappointing, but still accomplishments made. They were a playoff team this past year. They couldn't control the expanded playoff. They played by the rules of the expanded playoff, and they get into the postseason, and that's still an accomplishment for them. But it was also a disappointing season that they did not play as well as uh, I think people expected them to play, and some of the decisions that were made uh, did not pan out. And they get, that's... We're going to have a lot of time to talk about this. We've started to see a few small moves being made across Major League Baseball, but, I mean, these these things are just trickling in. It, it barely even feels like free agency is open right now, and I continue to be very interested in what kind of moves the Brewers are going to be making, and we're going to have lots of time for those conversations here on this program. I want to continue with uh, some of the thoughts from David Stearns and Matt Arnold from us speaking earlier today. Specifically, I want to get into... Uh, what we talked about earlier, the, the the trend in Major League Baseball now to go to a president of baseball operations and then a different individual as the team's general manager, why that exists and, and the benefit of having that type of organizational structure. We'll get into that. And also, did, did Arnold give something up by taking this promotion? Because now, if another team wants to hire him as their general manager... He doesn't really, the, the Brewers at that point would have the opportunity to block that potential uh, interview. So did he did he give something up by accepting this position where there's not a whole lot of extra responsibility that's really coming along with it? We will uh, we'll get into that coming up in just a moment. If you want to chime in, we welcome your phone calls, your text messages, and your tweets. You can uh, call or text 855-616-1620. It's the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet into the program. Program at Matt Pauley on air. This is Brewers Weekly. Back with more Brewers Weekly after this. It's Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Brewers make the announcement today that Matt Arnold has been elevated to team general manager. David Stearns remains the president of baseball operations. He had been president of baseball operations and general manager. And uh, his title changes to just president of baseball operations. And Arnold, who had been the assistant GM, is the general manager. Uh, there's not a whole lot changing in terms of how the organization is functioning. Things are mostly staying the same. Uh, got a text from Mitch and Sturgeon Bay asking about Theo Epstein leaving the Cubs and which of those positions he was at. So this is a great example. So Epstein was the Cubs president of baseball operations and Jed Hoyer was the Cubs GM when Epstein left Hoyer was promoted into the president of baseball operations. I don't I don't know if the Cubs elevated anybody to GM or if they're still going to uh, need to hire somebody for that. But, yeah, that's going to be uh, – so Hoyer's going to move into the president of baseball operations role. He had previously been the GM. We're going to talk a little bit more about Theo Epstein coming up uh, in just a few moments because uh, I think him exiting the Cubs, uh, there's, the, there's a lot of uh, – there's a lot of tentacles to that story, and we're going to touch on a few of them coming up in uh, just a few moments. Do want to continue on with the media availability from earlier today with uh, David Stearns and Matt Arnold and making this announcement. And let's get into this a little bit in terms of, because this is an organizational change in terms of the structure. 
it's not an organizational change in terms of the actual operation. The roles are pretty much staying the same, but now the Brewers are joining much of Major League Baseball in having a president of baseball operations and a GM. And this is not unique to baseball. There are many NBA teams that have a president of basketball operations and then a general manager. There are football teams that have a president of football operations and then a, uh, a general manager. I don't know if there's really many hockey teams. I, I think with hockey, it's more still the GM is the, uh, the, the final decision maker. But across the world of sport, we are seeing that president of operations, uh, operations role uh, being introduced. So Stearns was asked about it and really what this means for the team. There are probably a number of, of of reasons why clubs go to this structure. I think the first is this is this these are big organizations, um, uh, constantly growing um, with with different aspects, different tentacles. Um, and I think more and more organizations uh, recognize that um, it, it's helpful to have multiple people um, at senior leadership positions um, to oversee that group. Um, and uh, you're right. There, there are um, more and more organizations going to this structure. And so that, that um, leads to the potential um, of, of more and more organizations having open positions. Um, Matt has a tremendous re- uh, reputation throughout the industry, deservingly so. Um, and that's going to get noticed by other clubs, as it should. So in terms of decision-making, again, I keep saying this, not a lot is changing. And the Brewers have had a lot of success since David Stearns became the general manager. Matt Arnold, office right next door, has been involved in basically every major decision. Craig Council has been involved in these decisions as well. And I think an, a, an important point that Stearns made today was this is not just a bunch of guys who all think the exact same way. It's not groupthink that all these individuals who are part of the decision-making process for the organization are all bringing different vantage points into the decision-making process. If you look at sort of the, the way that, that Matt, Craig, and I all approach um, the world of baseball and all approach um, doing our best to, to lead the organization. We all come from different perspectives, and that's, that's completely healthy. Um, we all have different backgrounds. We all have different teachers in the game. We've all had different experiences in the game. And so um, one of the reasons, at least I think, that, that we've been able to have some success here um, is that we do look at the world a little bit differently, um, and, and we're able to, to have those discussions um, not only among the three of us, but, but among our entire baseball operations group, um, try to learn from each other and, and ultimately uh, make the best decision at the point in time for the organization. So, so yeah, we, we, we certainly have areas where um, we're coming at it from, from a little bit of a different viewpoint. Um, and that's, that's really healthy and I think overall good for the organization. I want to be really careful in how I say this because I want to make it very, very clear that I think Matt Arnold is incredibly deserving of being the team's general manager and has basically been functioning as the team's general manager uh, recently just in, in that setup, in, that, in, the, in the organizational structure where you have a president of baseball operations and a general manager. Matt Arnold has already been doing in the organization what GMs in other organizations that have that same structure uh, have been doing. Now the difference is he's not the assistant GM anymore. He's the GM. 
So when general manager openings come open, open across Major League Baseball, he's not going to probably interview for those jobs, and he might be blocked from uh, interviewing in those jobs. And he was asked whether or not he felt like there was a trade-off there because he gets the new title, the responsibilities don't change all that much, but now uh, not really able to go pursue general manager jobs outside of the organization. Not really. Honestly, it's it's something where it's, uh, again, it's flattering to be considered, but I, I really am. I wake up every day focused on, on uh, you know, making sure we're, we're getting better every day. That's, that's my focus, and, and it really is incredibly rewarding. David is such a good person and such a great person to work for and, and gives us the freedom to – to uh, to turn over rocks and, and throw some some bad ideas at him sometimes and um, such a great listener and, and collaborator across the board and so um, you know my focus here is is just to continue to partner with him and uh, and do what we can to to achieve our ultimate goal which is to bring a championship here to Milwaukee. 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. If you want to uh, get in here on the phone or on the text, you can also tweet in at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Jerry in Oak Creek has given us a call. Hey, Jerry, you're on WTMJ. I don't think this Arnold thing is going to make the Brewers any better. If he had a lot of say, so like uh, everybody said he did, the, the, the way they constructed the team last year, was really disappointing when they let a lot of players go because of free agency and the players that they traded for and brought in certainly did not do the job. So uh, I would have rather have seen Arnold go elsewhere because if he has input like he had last year, I don't expect anything any better this year, and I don't think the Brewers are going in the right direction. What did you think about the Brewers uh, a couple years ago when they got to Game 7 of the NLCS? I think they were, but if Arnold is giving input, hold on, uh, no, no, no. Wait, the input do, do that, okay, if you're hold, hold, let's, you know what, you're you're right, you're right. The decisions that the Brewers made last off season didn't work. They did not work. The best offseason decision they made last year was Jed Jerko. And he had a nice season, but he wasn't this game-changing difference maker. I'm not I'm not arguing with you with what you just said in terms of the decisions that they made this past year. They did not work. The team clearly missed Mike Moustakis. The team clearly missed Yasmani Grandal. It was different. We don't know how much that had to do with the 60-game season and how much it just had to do with baseball, but the moves did not work. But, Jerry, what I'm trying to get out of you is – to be fair, and I always try to be very fair, to be fair, if you're going to be critical about the decisions that were made this past year, I think the fair assessment is to also be very complimentary about the decisions that have worked. He was part of the Lorenzo Kane signing. He was part of the Christian Yelich trade. He was part of bringing in Yasmani Grandal. He was part of those incredibly good decisions that made this team good, and I don't think it's fair on your standpoint when you will only criticize him for or organizational decisions that did not work out and you will not praise him for the many 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 organizational decisions that have worked during the david stern's era i'll give you that matt but here's the thing when they were at the point where they could have gone when they were close to getting to the world series i just don't understand why they what i understand that everybody's got a budget, but they certainly went the wrong direction from where they are. Yeah, Jerry, I appreciate the phone call. And 
to Jerry's point again, oh, man, I I wish we for lots of reasons. I wish we weren't in a COVID world. Um, but I wish we were not in a COVID world if for any other reason that we would I'd be very curious to see how, what kind of decisions would be made this off season in response to last year's off season that did not work out very well. If everything was normal, what what would it look like in terms of payroll? What would it look like in terms of aggressiveness in the trade market, in the free agent market? Unfortunately, and we're going to talk about this a lot, and this is not an excuse. This is not a cop-out. This is just this is just the bottom line. And we're going to talk about the Cubs a little bit in a moment, and this is going to impact that conversation as well. Unfortunately, right now, everything is, is impacted by COVID-19. Everything is. And this offseason, I think, is going to look incredibly different for every organization, but it might look even more different for the Brewers. And I just I wish we could hop in the DeLorean, not have COVID for lots of reasons. Baseball would probably be one of the smallest reasons, but this is a baseball show. I'd love to know if the if in a 162 game season if the decisions that the brewers made in the offseason did not work just as they did not work in the real 60 game season that we had how they would respond this offseason it's something that we'll never really know 855-616-1620 855-616-1620 that is the Accident mortgage talk and text line you can tweet in as well at matt Pauley on air this is brewers weekly more brewers weekly coming up on wtmj This is Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Brewers Weekly continues here on WTMJ. We're going to step aside from the Brewers for a moment, which is probably against the rules when the name of the show is Brewers Weekly. But what can I say? I'm a rebel. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the NL Central and specifically what went down in Chicago this past week with the Cubs with Theo Epstein exiting. He had pre. This was not a shocker in terms of him leaving the organization. It was a bit of a surprise on the timing of leaving the organization. And I think there are a few things here. Uh, first off, I think Theo's a, a, a pretty good guy, and I know he's I know he's a Cub. So don't don't turn off your radios just because I'm saying something nice about somebody who works for the Cubs. He, he walked away from a $10 million salary this year. $10 million is a lot of money. I don't think he needs the $10 million. It'd be nice to live a life where you can just walk away from $10 million, and it really, it really doesn't impact you. And I think that's probably true for him. I don't think he's being that impacted by the, uh, by the loss of $10 million. He was going to leave. He had all, this was the final year of his contract, and he had already stated that he was going to leave at the end of his contract. He's got a belief that there's a shelf life on a baseball executive. And after you are somewhere for about 10 years or so, it's it's a good time for there to be new blood in the organization and new leadership. And even though Jed Hoyer's been in the organization, now he becomes the final voice as he's promoted to their president of baseball operations. Just The Cubs, like many teams across baseball, have let some people go. And I, I don't know how true this is, but I'm going to take it at face value. There has been speculation out there. I've seen it reported that essentially that $10 million that uh, that Theo Epstein just walked away from, that the Cubs are going to be able to 
reappropriate that to other people in the organization who potentially could have lost their jobs. And if that's the case, I say kudos to Theo that we can make the argument or not about how about you know how, how profitable how profitable baseball teams really are and if they actually need to be going through these staffing reductions and it's happened it's happened with the Brewers uh, I read recently the Dodgers have had you know the Dodgers in the what the second New York's number one LA's number two I believe on media market size or do I have those reversed yeah I think anyways huge media market World Series champion lots of money they're just printing money right there at uh, at Chavez Ravine right they've had to um, had to let some people go so uh, if if he was going to leave after this upcoming season anyways and he had an opportunity to leave now to potentially help some people save their jobs there. Good, good for him, if that's part of it. I think the other thing is, of all the teams out there, and this goes back to what I was saying earlier about the Brewers and uh, whether or not they're really going to spend much money this year in the offseason. I think payroll is going to go down, but I think payroll is going to go down across most of Major League Baseball. One of the teams that might have the most drastic reduction in payroll are the Chicago Cubs. I don't know if they're going to go into a full rebuild but there are going to be, in all likelihood, core members of that team that are no longer going to be in the organization. And there's going to be some young players being given some pretty big opportunities. And this feels like, for that team, kind of a, a crossroads. I don't know if I want to call it a restart. I don't think they're pressing the reset button. But there's definitely, it feels in some way that they that they are taking a step back. And if you're Theo... And this is that crossroads. This is the, the a new beginning for that organization. Why are you going to be the guy that's going to usher that in, make decisions that will help point the direction of the organization, but then walk out the door nine months later? So I, it was everything that you see makes you believe that the Cubs are going to step, take a step back here moving forward. We'll see if that actually plays out or not, but uh, Theo exit. In, in his exit, he said something that really resonated with me in terms of the way the game of baseball is played. I'll share that with you next. This is Brewers Weekly. More Brewers Weekly with Matt Foley coming up on WTMJ. Brewers Weekly with Matt Foley on WTMJ. If you want to join the program, you can do so. Call or text Acunet Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Theo Epstein, in exiting the Cubs, uh, had a really interesting thing to say, and I I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people who listen to this program just based off the, the phone calls and who I hear from when I'm doing this show, when I'm doing Brewers Extra Innings. I think this is something that a lot of people are going to agree with. I'm going to read this quote from, from Theo as he was exiting the Cubs this past week. The quote goes, It is the greatest game in the world. But there are some threats to it because of the way the game is evolving, and I take some responsibility for that because the executives, like me, who have spent a lot of time using analytics and other measures to try to optimize individual and team performance, have unwittingly had, you know, a negative impact on the aesthetic value of the game and the entertainment value of the game. I mean, clearly. 
you know the strikeout rates are a little bit out of control, and we need to find a way to get more action in the game, get the ball and play more often, allow players to show their athleticism some more, and give the fans more of what they want, unquote. He's right. He's right. He's 100% right. We're in a really weird area of baseball right now. Because the most entertaining baseball that you'll ever see um, consistently, like if you got just a ton of home runs in a game, like if it's just a, this crazy, weird, wacky back-and-forth game with a bunch of home runs, I guess that's pretty pretty entertaining, but you don't see that a lot. The, the most consistent entertainment level of baseball that you can have is the pitch to contact, the lots of base runners, constant action. And we have gone away from that. We have gone away. And people are going to argue that we shouldn't have gone away from that because it actually doesn't make teams better. And I'm going to argue with you. Like the, the, the numbers, the data, the analytics, whatever you want to call it, it's right. It is correct. You are going to win more baseball games playing the game the way it's being played right now. Home runs, strikeouts, not a lot of base hits, those sort of things. The, the the style of baseball that's being played right now. There are so many people out there that are going to tell you that you don't win baseball games that way. Those people who say that are wrong. You do win baseball games that way. The problem is the game is not as entertaining being played in that way where it's just strikeout after strikeout after strikeout and guys hitting home runs and uh, not trying to you know move the line with, with runners on and that sort of thing. I think people get confused sometimes where they correlate the entertainment value of a game with the ability for a team to win games. It's, to me, it's an inarguable point. The data is very clear that you you win games playing it the way you're playing right now. Sometimes the strikeouts are out of control. I'm not I'm not saying that strikeouts aren't a big deal, but they're not as big of a deal as somebody who's watching baseball in 1985 are going to tell you. But the the rub and this is what Theo gets into and this is a really important thing is I don't know if we're at a crossroads in baseball right now and I don't even know how you address this. But the game I love baseball. I love baseball so much. I have devoted my career to baseball. I can't tell you how much I love baseball. I hope I hope that comes across. I hope every time you listen to me on the radio and I'm talking about baseball, you can tell that I have this deep love, this deep passion for the game of baseball. But the game's not as entertaining as it was previously. It's just not. I'm not saying what's going on is not uh, is not entertaining. I'm not saying that it's uh, it's not fun to watch. That there's not incredible things happening, but it's not to the level. It's not as consistently entertaining as it previously was. And Theo mentions allowing players to show their athleticism some more. What's the most exciting thing that ever happens with the Brewers? Lorenzo Cain bringing a home run back. On this current roster, what is more exciting than that? I don't know. Like That's the thing. And he has great athleticism. And the athletes in baseball have never been better than what they're at right now. And to Theo's point, they're not being given the opportunity to show the athleticism, to make these plays because of the way the game is being played. I am someone that believes that if you're going to complain about something, you need to have an answer. I, I ask that of callers. 
all the time. Somebody calls in and complains about something. Well, if you don't like this, then tell me what the what the answer is. I guess I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite right now because I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. If if the analytics, if the data clearly says you win more baseball games playing in this style, yet the style is not as aesthetically pleasing as another style, you're not going to play the other style of baseball just to be more aesthetically pleasing but lose games because of it. That'd be dumb. At the end of the day, you want to win a World Series, right? Um, so it's a problem. Theo's right. It's a problem. I don't know how you address the problem, but it is a problem. This is Brewers Weekly. W277-CV and WTMJ Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ. It's Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Starting to wrap things up here on this edition of Brewers Weekly. Blatant, shameless plug for you. We do another hour or so. It's a podcast, so it doesn't have to be exactly one hour. We do another hour or so of Brewers Talk every week on uh, Brewers Extra Innings, the podcast. It drops late Sunday night, early Monday morning, WTMJ.com, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Brewers Extra Innings. Tomorrow is a uh, fairly big day for the Brewers. They're going to have to make some decisions on uh, what players to add to the 40-man roster, what players to protect from the uh, Rule 5 draft, things like that. You want to have some spots open on the 40-man roster. So uh, just uh, in terms of putting together the offseason, and roster. Tomorrow is one of those deadline days. We'll see what decisions they make and we will uh, talk about that uh, next week on the program. Certainly appreciate you being tuned in. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Again, news of the day. Matt Arnold promoted to the Brewers General Manager David Stearns. Still on as President of Baseball Operations. Not a whole lot has changed. You've been listening to Brewers Weekly. You've been listening to Brewers Weekly with Matt Pauley on WTMJ.